Cindy Chipper. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. The world is a laughing matter, he told her. <laughs> oh dear. We are rereading the Wheel of Time books in honor of the TV show adaptations release. That's going to be a real interesting moment when we get to that quote. <laughs> um, we're talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things the Wheel of Time. Uh, today we're talking about A Crown of Swords chapters 27 through 34, which is a roller coaster. Ooh, ups and downs. Woo. Ups and downs. Four reels. <laughs> Uh, before we get into that pre-discussion notes, we're going to JordanCon. Yeah, we'll be in, there in April. in April. So go to JordanCon.com. I think that's right. We did not. We didn't write did this. JordanCon.org. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> uh, and you can get all of the details. We're going to be on two panels. We're going to do our own panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to also be on a, a season one of Wheel of Time panel talking about stuff. And there's a bunch of other cool. There's a lot of cool programming. There is a lot of cool and a programming. dance party. Still not sure what that's going to look like, but I'm very <laughs> curious. So. It's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, uh, all right. right. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be better about this. Obviously, this section, if you've read them, you know that we're going to be talking about rape and toxic masculinity and rape culture in our chapter 28 section. So, you know, that's going to happen, FYI. Um, also, just want to shout out um, our Discord, but in particular, MJ, for some really astute comments mm-hmm. about chapter 28 which i appreciated a whole lot and we will get into when we get there yes we will get into that when we get there which will be soon because <laughs> it's only two, it's all, we have 27 second, and then because yeah. <laughs> that's how numbers work um, um all right let's let's go let's do this because can i tell you so chapter oh. 27 <laughs> no 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 it's not bad. This is okay. actually, I think, the first time in a long time I have been, like, I actually read through a parent chapter pretty quickly. Nice! Like, it was, I thought it was yeah. a good chapter. No, it was not bad. I didn't hate it. Um, I was, like, very briefly very confused, and then I figured out what was going on, and w- everything was fine. Um, <laughs> I really have to say, there's so much of this italics... Um remembering what's the word Mm -hmm. for it my brain is shot flashbacks thank you flashbacks there's a lot of there's continues to be a lot of these italics flashbacks and every time we get to one I'm a little bit thrown out of the story by them and I haven't figured out why because at this really yeah I don't know why it's bugging me but anyway like I thought he used this one well so like Mm -hmm. okay so we're we're in Perrin for the first time in a long time and I like totally was setting myself up to be really angry already fair not just because I have been trained to be so that's right by by the series yep. um and so Perrin is <laughs> it's funny there's this line he's like leaving uh <laughs> the palace but there's this library he's like he left his the rooms he had shared with fail without a backward look they had been happy there most of the time and I was like lol <laughs> incorrect really? nope <laughs> in what world sir <laughs> that's a lot of revision happening <laughs> like oh I'm learning something about you parent <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so he's le- and he it's clear he's like leaving the palace um yeah. and everybody is avoiding him in the hallways and we hear that like 
ran through him across a room earlier. Yeah, this is wild. I will say they he got me. He got yeah. me good with this. Because yeah, because so parents like walking Bill Halton, and everyone's like, uh, can't talk to that guy. The dragon reborn yelled at him this morning. Right. And then we see the the flashback, which is mm-hmm. right after Perrin has been thrown across the room mm-hmm. and like is like standing up and it's Rand and Perrin very publicly like screaming at each yeah. other. But yeah. I was like fully team Rand in this. Like Perrin's <laughs> like, yes. how about the eyes to die? Like, how could you just turn them over to the wise ones? And Rand goes, I'm the dragon reborn. I don't care how they're treated. They deserve a dungeon. And I was like, yeah true it's true i (laughs) i highlighted this uh thing that parents are like oh you've just handed them over to the wise ones like you're not the creator and i was like what is his motive i like his motivation for being fixated on the eyes that i so unclear to me doesn't make any sense yeah like and robert jordan keeps bringing it up without any grounding in anything like we know that all of these Two Rivers boys are very protective of women they think are in peril, but like Aes Sedai are like the most powerful people in the world functionally. And given the, the bizarre way that Jordan wrote Moiraine when yeah. it was like File yes. Moraine and Perrin. Yeah. yeah. It, it there's no. he needs somebody to play this role clearly because he needs yeah. somebody to like needle at Rand about the Aes Sedai. And it feels like he's choosing Perrin mm-hmm. because he doesn't know what else to do with Perrin. Once again, he doesn't know what to do with Perrin. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so Randa's like, nope, don't care about that. Like, and then, and so you're like, okay, what is happening? And then Loyal comes up and they have this conversation and Perrin all of the time is thinking like, boy, I hate lying to Loyal. And that was what tipped me off that like, this is a manufactured fight. See, I thought he was just lying to him like, just, li- just, oh, about just like lying in, in general. general just like not wanting to deal with his own feelings fair basically. enough yeah um yeah because he's giving all these excuses of like uh carrion is too polished for me like i'll be gone a long yeah. way and like and Lil's like come with me like we're going to the steadings and you know and it's it's hard because i was getting <clears throat> frustrated because perrin as much as he is like this is all in service of this grant like bigger yeah. plot that he and rand clearly have cooked up together yeah loyal is very astute in the way he talks about Rand or he is like someone finally explicitly says out loud like Rand is isolating himself mm-hmm. yes like, yes you know Perrin is like he's sending me away he's sending you away we don't know where Matt is mm-hmm. he'll probably send Min away mm-hmm. and then he says like he'll be alone then Perrin it's terrible to be alone that's what he said to me he is planning to send all his friends away yeah I highlighted that too right and then Perrin doesn't contend with it mm-hmm. Like, he just sort of is like, well, because, and part of it, I'm sure, is like, well, he's sending me to do something that he is sending me to do. Perrin knows the plan. But on the other hand, you're like, where is the empathy for your friend? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It was a a little hard to read because I think that's Mm -hmm. what's been lacking with regard to some. We see it from Egwene sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we see it from Min, obviously. But no one else yeah. has the level of empathy I think that Rand needs. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, the joke is that everybody hates Rand, right? Like there's right. yeah, another yeah, yeah, yeah. Po- another Wheel of Time podcast called that for a reason. Um, and, for good uh, reason. For good reason. 
but it is so different reading it now. I'm just like, nope, yeah. still don't hate Rand. Like, still don't hate Rand. Still on Team Rand. Holy, holy. <laughs> and I, I do agree. Like, but I also because Rand is insisting on hiding what happened to him. Like there should be empathy, but also the level of empathy that we have for him is not something that parents totally. have for him because he doesn't have all the information. But I, it, even so, I agree with you. So yeah, so Perrin heads out of the city from the stables. He meets up with File and Aram and Bane and Chad and a bunch of other aisle. Eight billion other yeah, people. Eight billion other people. I think this is the point at which hopefully it's clear that like this is manufactured even yeah if you didn't pick up on it sooner um because otherwise like why are all these people here like this is a whole is a whole ass expedition it's not just like Perrin leaving the city um yeah and we find out that Fail has taken the cultural appropriator um hunter uh, former hunters uh, yeah etc the especially the women who are learning to use where she's like weapons. and she's like it's a charity yeah you're like okay like, okay cool i guess cool um and yeah lots of maidens and there's some ashaman of, yes there's ashaman right there's also uh soldiers the main barrelane is there like everybody is there literally like everybody everyone it's, it's there's bananas. there's Aes Sedai coming yeah like, with wise ones it's uh, just a huge huge expedition Aaron literally is like everybody come let's be gone before we're seen yeah okay Perrin. yep okay uh so then the ashaman make a gateway and everybody goes through it Mm -hmm. and they are oh and the two rivers men are there too right yes yeah oh this was cool so parent yes Perrin is having a conversation with Grady, who's one of the older yes. Ashaman. <laughs> and he asks, like, they, like Fael and Bane and Chiat are, like, being weird, and Gaul and Perrin are, like, women. Um, and so Perrin is like, oh, do you have a wife, Grady? And Grady's like, yeah, her knee hurts right now. And Perrin's like, uh, what? <laughs> and we find out that the Ashaman have figured out the warder bond well, and are using it say- to keep in touch with their wives which you is know kind what of amazing I what i didn't fully understand though was if it was intentional or not like it sounded like it was mm. like happenstance because mm-hmm. he says we think maybe it's something like a bomb between water and ice to die maybe one of us one in three of us is married anyway it's how many wives stayed instead of running off when they learned what their husbands were mm-hmm. and i didn't i couldn't figure out if he meant that they figured out how to make the bond or if it's something that happened to happen when they married this person. no no because the previous sentence is it's something a fellow named candler worked out doesn't like us trying to figure things out on our own but once it was done right, so like it seems right, clear right. to me that like this one guy oh. was like noodling around with the power and figured this out and then everybody else was oh, like, oh I yeah i'll that. do that too i read that as he figured it out that this thing oh was no i think they've i think they've basically discovered the warder bond yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 is what's happened which um, I kind of love actually it's interesting it. yeah it is interesting um I I would want to know more yeah especially given how like Elaine and yeah we got that Elaine and Brigitte mm-hmm. no earlier of like maybe it's different than the bond right you know two women yeah, it's true. Um, like if the I man want... can channel and not the woman, like in Robert Jordan's very gender focused exactly. universe, like probably you're right. Probably it's not quite the same bond. Exactly. Um, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. 
so we get that brief aside. Yeah. Which I was like, more. That's, that's I would read a short story about Grady and Sora. Like I would I absolutely I read that short more. story. <laughs> <Tell me more. laughs> um, and then they go through the gateway or whatever. Yep. Um, and then finally Perrin like explicitly says what we've been picking up on, which is as far as anyone's eyes and ears know, mm-hmm. I have been banished. The bear lane is on her way back home and everyone has just disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> I I was like, you guys didn't come up with like a reason in there. No one's going to be like, that's weird. <laughs> I wonder where literally everyone went. It was so bizarre. But like, I, you know, I wonder if this reason. is a numbers thing too. There's so many maybe, of them. It's maybe, like, yeah. what's 3,000 people when you have 50,000? We're going we're gonna to talk about numbers yes, in, yes. in a little while. Because yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I know. Um, so we find out that they're in Gildan. Yes. Which is where Masima is. Yes. And Not- Queen Aleandra, who we have heard about before in this book and yeah I'm pretty sure that she's been having to deal with the white cloaks as well as oh no did we see I bet actually it was the scene with her and the prophet um that's back what, yeah, when Nynaeve yeah, yeah. and Elaine were in the circus yeah yes, and she was yes. like bargaining with him and doing with Masima yes mm-hmm. to right that's right that's when we last saw her you're right um so basically there he's there to like deal with Masima and mm-hmm. talk to Aleandra And this chapter ends with what is the theme of this section, which is it was about time his being tethered showed itself as good for something. Yes. That is literally what everything in this whole section is about. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Um, We still, of course, have this like Berylane, final parent, tiresome. I didn't even want to like section. No, I know. It's It's just to say that it's still there and it's still tiresome. And now chapter 28, which is so, the hardest Matt chapter to read. It's so, so. I kind of don't even want to talk about it beat by but beat. I, I mean, I, I think we need to talk about right. it, but do we actually need to go page by page through this? Well, so here's the thing. There are a few things that I want to touch on because I okay. do think they have implications for, okay. for not just like plot wise, but just how Robert Jordan, it, it, it didn't like wildly shift anything because obviously like Robert Jordan is Robert Jordan. We know the mm-hmm. gendered stuff, right? But what it did do was, I think something I want to talk about is the Matt and Haslin situation versus Thailand. Thailand, sorry. There are so, so many names. Many names <laughs> in this excerpt that I was like, half the time I was like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Um, Th- Thailand, Matt and Thailand versus Morgays and uh, what's his face? Yes, yes, yes. Because I think Eamon that's. Valda. No, well, Valda, but also um, the Forsaken who oh, kept her under right lord gabriel whatever gabriel his, yeah actual gabriel. forsaken name was um which was the parallel i thought of actually more so interesting than i did not make that connection yeah so i want to talk a little bit about it in in comparison to that because there are some choices he made because the situation is not dissimilar in the sense of you have someone in a position of power taking advantage right, right. 
and not in sort of a life and death sort of way, but just because they can. Yeah. Interesting. It's Robin PS. I don't Robin. Thank Robin. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To um, the okay. So chapter 28, Matt has been moved into uh, the palace. It's mm-hmm. he's like super mad about it, but I did laugh at Naren being Naren's like, very good. My Lord. Thank you. My Lord. <laughs> My lord will finally have decent rooms. Good, good. Yeah. More Narum. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. More Narum. Yeah. Um, we get like sort of a run through of like how everybody, his part, everyone in his party is reacting. Like mm-hmm. Bannon's excited, but also Bannon's excited to see Elaine. Mm-hmm. Like some of the nobles are excited to like be in a place they think they deserve to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, we get like, some Matt dealing with like the people who worked at the inn and not yeah. understanding why they might be upset, which is of mm-hmm. course because about Elaine and Nynaeve. Right. Um, I do want to, the only thing that made me laugh in this section was that they call it a sulking room. And I was well, like, I, well, I Googled it because also I was like, what is a sulking room? <laughs> it comes, it is not like a thing that Robert Jordan made up. Oh really? Yeah, it is because boudoir comes from like the french term to like tout or something huh yeah i was like because i was like this can't be like a real thing like what is this <laughs> sulking room sulking but it, room. it's apparently it's like an actual thing Weird. unless the internet lied to me which is possible i did it not go possible. in depth but i did just i was like reading last night at like 11 p.m and just like <laughs> hmm, i mean let about? me look this up let yeah. me just see what what's going on here Fair um enough. so Kylan comes in and this is the first instinct we get obviously of the like you know we touched on last time about this whole Taveran thing and mm-hmm. Matt being Taveran is the reason Tylan is pursuing him mm-hmm. so intensely like she wants to like sleep with someone who is Taveran mm-hmm. it's like really strange and given that both all Perrin, Rand, and Matt in this section are so tied to like what it means to be Taveran and how mm. that impacts them and the people around them. Mm-hmm. That it's like Jordan was using this, like it's not about Matt, which makes it worse. I was me. just going to say, it makes it even worse, right? Honestly. So yeah. much of this section, like this is why I wanted to talk about the Morgay's Robin thing, because we don't see any of that, right? right. It's all told to us. Uh, we see, we see a, a just a hair. Well, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, just a, but not yeah. like this, right? Like, no, no, this no, is, no, no. This is the most explicit jordan has been mm-hmm. when it comes to like showing us on the page what is happening yeah which i clearly to me he feels comfortable doing because the woman is the aggressor and matt yes. is not and he can have matt think about it in a way that doesn't have to deal with gendered power dynamics even though it does deal with actual power dynamics yeah i mean i think this is toxic masculinity like at its worst in that and this was you know one of the things that MJ noted first and I absolutely agreed with them about how when you talk about the tone of Morgays and Raven or Morgays and Eamon Valda you know it's clear clear that this is like a traumatic horrifying situation and the hard part about this chapter to me was that it's actually it's not even subtext it's text it's text text, but the whole thing is written in a like 
laughy, jokey tone. Well, it goes back and forth though. Like it is laughy and jokey in the sense that there's clearly like he's trying to push humor. And I don't think it's intentional that he's doing this. I act like he had to acknowledge for the situation to be what it is. That is consistently like, I am uncomfortable. Like he has the words on the page, right? Yeah. He has not consented to any of this. Consistently afraid, Mm -hmm. consistently like pushed into situations in which he is like, he feels unsafe and he acknowledges them explicitly in, in, and he's not joking about it in that. Matt's not joking about it. That's what I mean. Everything else about this chapter plays it for laughs. I agree with you. So because (laughs) he has to have the character think those things unintentionally, he creates this like extra uncomfortable situation because you're laughing at someone that you are acknowledging is feels unsafe and uncomfortable. Well, the book is asking you to laugh. Like, right. For the record, I I don't think either of us were laughing. (laughs) The the book is intending, the book's intention is for you to laugh at this while still acknowledging that this person feels unsafe and uncomfortable. I wonder how much of this is conscious, though. I don't think that's what I said at the beginning. I don't think it's intentional. I don't think he meant to do it, but I think it's created like an awful and interesting paradox. Yeah, dissonance. For this, yeah, for this entire section. Yeah. Like, I do not think he meant to do it. Yeah. But because he put it on the page. Right. It does force you to contend with it, like reading it now in 2023. Yeah, no doubt. Reading it with, as adults, reading it with the context yeah. that we have of how, like, sexual assault can work regardless of gender. Yeah, any gender right? can be any the perpetrator. Gender. Any gender can experience sexual assault and rape. Like, it, yeah. It, it makes it worse, not just because of the jokey tone, mm-hmm. but because it's the jokey tone and you have a chance On top to of explicitly yeah. not consenting. Yeah. Not just like, oh, ha ha, like, yeah, I'm no. going to play wishy-washy with right, it. He right. is explicit yes. in that Matt does not want this. Yeah. But he keeps giving himself this, like, Matt doesn't want it because Matt thinks he's the one who should be doing it. Which is rape culture and toxic masculinity. Exactly. Yes. Um. Yep. Okay, so we have this page where we don't need to, like, no. go into it. Um, but Tylan basically is speaking down to him, is, like, mm-hmm. treating him very, like, he he does. He's, like, flipping the script of, or he thinks he's flipping the script. Jordan of what, thinks he's flipping Jordan the script. Jordan thinks he's flipping the script of what this looks like mm-hmm. and how it's funny if it's a woman, Ugh. which, like, ew. Um, so they have a moment, he's uncomfortable, it gets interrupted by Tom, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Tom comes in and Tylen leaves. We get the explicit, like, I'll find it interesting having a taverne where I can reach out and touch him at <laughs> I know it makes Gross. me queasy. It's really Gross. Um, and it also shows again, unintentionally, how little people consider what's happening to him to be yep. wrong. Yeah. everybody knows everybody else is conspiring is laughing about it like is supporting Tylen in this endeavor like it's very gross which is consistent I think with real world societal reactions yes. to this yeah. stuff mm-hmm. um unfortunately no, that's true. but if you think about you know how we talk about older men younger women mm-hmm. and how we talk about older women younger men that's a good point um very consistent yep which sucks um so tom comes in interrupts they kind of like talk about how like 
Matt or uh, Nynaeve and Elaine have not made it back to the palace yet, which Matt is curious over. Yes. Because we know that they're off doing the thing with like those other women. The kin. Yeah. The kin. kin. And Matt's like, they just told me. (laughs) We just had this whole conversation. (laughs) What the hell? Right. Uh, So we, we hear a lot about what's going on with like, Oliver and mm-hmm. they made where Oliver's like flirting with all the like serving women. Yeah. And he's like really good at it where he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I couldn't choose. They're all so sweet. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, he has time to do this. He has time to do that. I did laugh at this. Like, finally, he sat down and started reading, which yeah. wasn't it like a few chapters ago where he's like, like, I don't, I don't read. care for books. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, this is like, I mean, it's avoidant traumatized behavior. It's hard. It's hard. Well, it's that I think is an, again, unintentional on Jordan's part. Mm. Like, I don't think he was writing it as mm. an avoidant thing. Fair. I think he, he's writing it as Matt waiting for Elaine. And yes, yes, that. you're right. And yeah. it happens to play into that, but I don't think that was Jordan. Okay, fair happened. enough. Because I don't think Jordan's thinking about it that I, No, he is. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't think he he drew that line, even though he wrote like he yes, wrote something all... that could be interpreted in that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and then they finally show up. And I loved the like Matt sitting in his chair, gently closing the book and putting it down and being like, where have you been? Right. <laughs> we went for a walk. <laughs> this whole thing did Classic. make me laugh really hard. Right. Yeah. Like, he's like so unnerved by how nice they're being. Mm hmm. Because he's waiting for their like, he's like, don't do this. You're going to have this and you're going to have bodyguards. Like, you're not going to make me worry anymore. And he's like waiting for them to like be angry at him and like Mm -hmm. yell at him. But then they look at each other and they're like, wow, that's a really good idea. Like, you're (laughs) so smart. And Nynaeve is like, yes, very smart. (laughs) You're right. It was a good moment. It was a good moment. They're both like... Tom and Matt are like, what's happening? (laughs) Everybody's very unnerved. (laughs) And so then they set him to sitting at this tavern outside the house where the kin are Mm -hmm. watching them because they are 100% positive that the kin know where the bowl of winds is. And so if they set Matt on him, on them, his taverness will like help them yeah. find it. But I mean, in the meantime, it's just like <laughs> flies, terrible wine, terrible tea. Yeah. And he's so frustrated. Like, this is where I'm yeah. like, Robert Jordan, you're so good at writing this character. Yes. Why would you do this to him? Right, right. Because they're like, just go be Taverin. Like, and just says, go. Like, the Lessian is like, what are we doing? And he's yeah. Matt's like, I'm being Taverin. Yeah. And then he has this great moment where he's like, just be Taverin, Matt. Yeah. I know you'll know just what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so angry about it. <laughs> um, we got a little bit where it's like they haven't clearly shared more information about mm. the wind, the bowl of winds with anyone yes. else. Um yeah. or about the kin. Or about the kin, because Tom is like, what I'm curious about here's what I want to (laughs) know um we get a little bit of Matt sort of thinking about how being Taverin works and how Mm -hmm. his luck works um like they're just watching basically yeah 
And then we go back to the palace and more coercion. Oh. Tylan is literally starving him out, which is yeah, horrifying. Oh, so weird. Um, yeah, she like won't let them give him food. And so he has to figure out a way. It's like so bizarre. Yeah. And it's it just like anything that is meant to be funny, you're just like, this sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Like naive, like don't offend her, like do whatever yeah. you can to be accommodating. No. You know, don't do anything to her. Right. And that's supposed to be funny and ironic, mm-hmm. but Matt has never done this. Right. Never seen Matt coerce no. a woman like this or like force her like this. No, no. Like it, it I don't like that Jordan is trying to compare the two things. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like why, in what way is it a parallel? In what right. way is it the same thing? Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. It's bad news bears. Um. All right. So we get a lot of, they're talking about like who they're watching and Vannon is watching Keridan's place and Avian and Brigitte are doing this and Tom and Julian are doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's still sitting at this tavern outside of this house. We do get those, um, the Matt and Brigitte bridging, which I like, and the growing of that friendship, right? Like, Yes, I do like that. He starts, he and Brigitte are together watching the house and and he's just like, oh, by the way, uh, thank you. You're you're welcome to hang. Like, thanks. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, we get a lot of Robert Jordan being like, Oh yeah, like men and women girl. can be friends, and and Brigitte is available to be a friend because she's as not like you just said, girls. she's not like other girls. So she's one of the guys. Like it's that classic. I, I actually don't think he does that though. No, I don't think he's like she's like one of the guys. Hmm. That's evidenced by when she puts the dress on and like likes That's to be fair. that and like he's clearly yeah. is like she's still like matt i think is thinking at first like oh she's like one of the guys and then right. has to be like oh no wait she's not like one of the guys right but right. we still can have this friendship and relationship right because she understands me and i understand her which i appreciate yeah right like yeah. it works that sort of almost works mm-hmm. within the context of yes, yes, everything being bad with the yes. way Jordan talks about gender, right? It's like a lighter note in this, an actual lighter note in this otherwise horrifying chapter. Um, um, he does think I do sort of like this beat where he thinks about this is what's the thing with how Jordan writes Matt is Matt is actually pretty consistent in how he thinks about the people in his life, mm. where he's like. He thinks about his women who are friends, right? Mm-hmm. And it's they're his friends, but they are caveats there because mm-hmm. of this gender divide he sees. But he still says like Egwene, Nynaeve, and these like moments of remembering their connection mm-hmm. in a way that we don't we don't see from Perrin anymore. No, no. Rand is all tied up in his yes. like angst about the dragon reborn. Mm-hmm. And we see it from Egwene, but Nynaeve, of course. Can't no, see we don't get she it. Was in, yeah. We don't get that from her. She's too yeah. busy being angry. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of like nice. Yeah. To be reminded once mm-hmm. again, and he had he always uses Matt for that reminder, or yes. frequently, I should say. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, more Brigitte. He likes Brigitte. He like they're buds. They're it's, friends. It is it's my cute. favorite friendship right now. It's cute in here. Um. 
There's oh we do get that there's starting to be rumors that Pedro Nile is dead, um, mm-hmm. but they're very confused. You know, people are saying I said I have killed him. People are saying Rand has. So like you know nobody's been able to confirm anything one way or the other. Um, they're not finding out anything with Keridan with watching the house and Matt mm-hmm. is you know the situation in the palace is getting progressively more awful. Um, and it all comes to a head on this festival. Oh, wait, sorry. That's the Wait, idea. whoa, yeah. yeah, I, was yeah like, whoa, I just skipped whoa, whoa. right ahead because, <laughs> again, I want to spend this I know, time I'm as sorry. possible in here. Um, he meets up with Nynaeve and Elaine again. Um, they are clearly, like, they're they're searching for somebody mm-hmm. else within, like, when they're, like, looking for Carradine. There's someone they're trying to look for that matt doesn't know who that is and mm-hmm. he knows that there's something they're not telling like that they are not saying to him mm-hmm. um, but he can't get it out of them we get a little bit of like elaine acting out her toe like mm-hmm. that. but i thought this was annoying also because it reinforces how ridiculous this is yes right because she's like apologizing to matt mm-hmm. but she's looking at aviendo so she doesn't mean it yeah like, what's the point? Right. How is this actually honoring anything? Anything when it's entirely so that somebody else will think well of her. Ugh, it's annoying. So yeah, more Thailand stuff, more annoying notes, more being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, he's forced to like bring food back with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the most important thing is the end of this chapter where like the next day is going to be this big festival of the birds. Mm-hmm. But his dice, the dice stopped rolling in his head mm-hmm. when he agreed to come to the palace. He wakes up the morning of the festival and the dice are rolling again. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, chapter 29. Another rough chapter. Uh... But I did laugh at the position of like the end of the last chapter when he woke for the, his third morning in the palace, the dice were rolling in his head, which is such an ominous thing. And then the beginning, waking up to the dice, not considered going back to sleep until they went away. <laughs> that did make me laugh fair oh gosh so he's like basically obsessed with why are the dice rolling Mm -hmm. um oh and then this is things get really bad with yeah real literal assault at knife point which is not great because he tries to get out of it he said i mean it's brutal right he says like you can't do this to me yeah she does um then the like toxic masculinity we're speeding through it sorry I don't yep then no, no, to do keep it. going that toxic masculinity like raises it his head its head when he's like but he's the one who chased he'd never thought mm-hmm. about it that way he would he'd never had the need to that line is interesting in a sense again unintentionally i think robert jordan has done something here of being like Men should also have to think about this, but I don't think that's what he means there. I think he's, yeah. mm, that's what it's so frustrating. Right. Um, like if this section was actually calling out rape culture and trying to exactly. highlight that this can happen to any gender, then that would be different. But, but that's not what's not. happening here. Any so. of that happens fully unintentionally yes. and with the readers doing yes. all the work. Yeah. Um. So that happens. Yeah. So the dice are still going. Um, He gets a costume. 
another control method Thailand is dressing him now like it's all so controlling and coercive it's, yeah she keeps calling him like different animal names yeah that's like really and piglet and yeah. fur whatever I do um, really oh. appreciate actually you comparing it to Raven and Morgie specifically because I do think that was like so obviously a coerced yes. horrible power dynamic and I think that the chapter doesn't want that to be true, but it is true. And it's, so I appreciate having that um, pointed out. It makes it more frustrating to yes. me because yeah. he's clearly so understood that yeah. was wrong. Yeah. And it was clearly the Forsaken is yeah. perpetuating yeah. it, right? right. Like, right. but we're supposed to like Tylen. We're supposed to like but, think well of Tylen. But Tylen, we're supposed to see as this like feisty older yes. woman who's yeah. just like just wants to have a good time. Yes, and it's Ooh. like gross and weird. Like when Matt thinks like burn all women, I'm like fair man. No <laughs> one is helping you. Everyone yeah. is participating in this, and no one is seeing it for what it is. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so yes. So we get Brigitte in her fancy outfit. We get Beslin, which this this part did make me laugh because Matt is going to spend the day of the festival sitting outside the Kin house yeah. trying to be Taveran. And Beslin is like, I'm totally coming with you. And he's like, dude, it's not going to be fun. And Beslin keeps being like, how can it not be fun? You're Taveran. Like, what could be lo- more fun than spending and a he's day like, with Taveran? You don't get it. It's going to be boring. <laughs> I also like this, like, repeated Matt being like, Brigitte's really into really ugly guys. Yeah. I would be pretty insulted if she was into me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did enjoy that bit. There's a lot. But this is where I'm talking about the stuff where she's like, she's wearing a dress and mm-hmm. she's just like, Sometimes it's fun to be looked at. Like, I want to feel pretty. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Like, yes, Matt, I'm not just one of your guy friends. Like, right, right. Don't treat me as such. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I love their broship. It's, it's fun. Good. It's really good. Um, uh, yeah, so they're, like, sitting outside. We got, oh, do look, it's another festival where inhibitions are lower. Yeah, and everybody's yeah. wearing, like, basically nothing. Like, surprise. Um, oh, and then we get this weird moment with this the beggars. So right. So they're on right? their way, and they are, like, they're moving along slowly through these crowds. They're roaming around. And Brigitte and Nalesian are giving coins to the, you know, disenfranchised folks on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brez- Beslin stops Nalesian for giving, from giving coin to one specific person because he's not wearing the right ring, which yeah. like the, like apparently there's like a, a beggar's a guild. guild. There's a guild for this um, because there's a guild for everything in Ibudar, which like yep. cool. But then all of a sudden these ungilded beggars start to attack them well so matt they've got cudgels yeah because matt says a man can't even beg in the city without a without belonging to a guild and then it says maybe it was his tone the beggar leaped for his throat a knife appearing in his grimy fist so is this like a coordinated thing like it felt to me it was coordinated right yes this is 100 matt again is like Robert Jordan is playing Matt as stupider than he actually is. That's We've seen this confusing. before because remember a couple of chapters ago where Matt gets like attacked in the alley and they're like, he's yeah, like, well, yeah, they had yeah, such yeah. a big bag. Like, what did they think they were going to get off like, of me? It gets, what's bizarre is it gets like less effective yes. every time. Like it yes. doesn't, it's not doing what he wants it to no, do. All no. it did was confuse me Yeah, because it was so clearly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly. Because, like, I don't understand what, what? Right. So yeah. Yep. 
And so there's this huge fight. And then, yeah, the this, I love the visual of like Matt and Brigitte back to back fighting these people. Yes. And he's like, he knows Brigitte's is going to be fine. And then he's like, but I'm not sure I'm going to be fine. Right, right. He's like, she's going to be all right. But she's what about great. me? Um, uh, and we get this one moment where one of the attackers says to the other, old Cully won't mm-hmm. like this. So we know, and old Cully is the like senior dark friend in the city right now. Yeah, that, that um, guy. That guy. And so we know that these are dark friends who have been ordered to attack Matt, which if we assume that old Cully is acting on forsaken instructions, it's interesting because I thought that they were told not to harm well, any of the Tyler. I think that's why he says he's not going to like this. Like, oh, this- I thought it was, they were not going to like it because they are not winning. Like they're not accomplishing. Oh, goal. I thought it was like, they weren't supposed to attack. Mm, like this I was, I don't know. No. It was very confusing. It's not it's not written like, clearly. Yeah. It was very confusing. Yep. Um, because we could also blame it on like a Taveran thing, right? It could right. also be blamed. I guess that's given true. Given how heavily everything is like Taveran this, Taveran that. No, I don't know. Because he says, uh, Matt says, Do beggars always go around attacking people in this the city? And Beslin says, You are Taveran, Matt. There's always excitement about Taveran. But again, I think that's I I think that's just him playing that dumb. Like, I think that's just, do you think so? I really do. I really do because but I don't understand, but it doesn't make sense in the context of what we know about the dark friends because they're not supposed to, but we also know that they are like Keridan has different instructions from the Murdral that like each of the Forsaken are playing oh, their own right, game. Right, right. And like, we know Samael set up savannah to capture rand and like was just having that conversation with grendel about like you should think about what these instructions mean so like maybe they're not trying to kill him but they are trying to capture him at the very least i hate it (laughs) uh it's 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 confusingly written and then the actual the actual beggars guild are like fuck these imposters like we're gonna get them so they take over fighting and yeah. Beslin and Matt and Brigitte yeah. and the rest like, of the entourage get like get away yep um skipping. and Matt is still being really oblivious about it which is ridiculous like Matt yeah, is smarter than this Matt Rob- is smarter than this Robert Matt, Jordan is you know, doing a weird thing here it is so. a weird thing uh so they get back to the um the bad tavern the rose the, the, the terrible tavern and there's this like weird conversation between Beslin and Matt which in if it was a consensual relationship would be an okay conversation I think but since it's not it's terrible salt in the wound um yeah exactly yeah there's like a like an an suicidal ideation line that happens that yeah it's as a result of this like it's all bad I, the point of this conversation, though, is clearly to make Matt so uncomfortable that he has to leave. Yes. Um, because he randomly follows this woman who leaves the house. Mm-hmm. Because basically Beslin is like, I'm totally okay. Like, Matt thought yeah. Beslin was going to want to fight him. Right. And Beslin was like, nah, man, she's happy. Like, I'm. this is great for me. Like, this is a different city. And you're like, again, if this is a yeah. consensual relationship, sure. awesome for a son to be supporting his mother. Because it's not a consensual relationship, mm-hmm. it's terrible mm-hmm. to the point where it pushes Matt to be like, I got to get out of here. I am yeah. extremely uncomfortable with what's happening. Yeah. Um, so that he like just picks some. Obviously, this is going to be the like. Yes, this moment. is going to be the one. Yep. Uh, so he walks over after this woman. And this was the, the only funny thing is like 
the lesson is like, where are you going? And he's, he right. just is like, if I'm not back by tomorrow, tell them they have to find it themselves. Right. Just like right. walks off. Uh, yeah. And it's only funny because of what happens later. Yes. yes. So then we get this like brief perspective that I don't think we needed. No. From Rianne, one of well, the it's so confusing because like we're not he's talking so vaguely she's like this urge that has grown so strong but we never found out and she's spoken the order like what is the order like, what is right yeah but like what is she doing what specifically what specific urge know. does she have what specific order does she give I like it is it is never said and it's certainly not explained in the next couple of chapters either when we come back to her. So like, he's just going to not tell us. And it's so- well, that so... order was given at the half moon, still six nights off. Right? Like it's something to do with the bowl, but he's leaving it vague. I don't know if it, because he couldn't be bothered to be specific or if he thinks it's like, like, it was like mis- it's like the secret plan that we still don't know what the secret plan is. Like if it's not more of the secret plan nonsense. Like, but given I find what it happens, very frustrating. Yeah, because like given what happens in just a few chapters yes. or maybe next, I don't remember. Uh, we don't need this. No, like, we don't. It could have it ended with Matt's perspective and mm-hmm. been fine. Yep. And everything else could still happen. Yeah. But instead we get this very vague, unnecessarily obscure Rianne perspective for two chapters. Um, so finally, chapter 30, we move on from Matt. So we don't have to, I can't believe I just said that because I love oh, Matt so much. I know, but those much. chapters were so hard. But they were so hard. Yeah. Uh, we're in with Elaine and she is being yelled at by the icy day this is where that one line is funny because the lesson comes back is like he yeah. found it yeah Matt's, i mean he Matt might not was shouting that he found it <laughs> or maybe not yeah we're, he said something though he said he something about finding something he said the word find <laughs> and elaine's like he found it <laughs> oh it's really good um yeah. so she's being yelled at by these other to die basically mm-hmm. and they're treating it like a trial because they're like you let go this secret that we've been keeping for ever blah blah and like it's like I literally don't know what you're talking about right like right. what secret how can I give up a secret I didn't know right right and they're about to like pass sentence quote unquote. yeah um but then uh a maid interrupts with mm-hmm. a letter from the queen to Elaine about Morgays. Um no, no, a letter from oh, Carradin. Right. Sorry. It's a letter via the Queen yeah, to Elaine about Morgays. Because um, the Queen's like, because basically the I said I were like, we are not meant to, we're not going to be disturbed. Right, right. And right. the Queen's the only way that yes, could of course. That's right. And Elaine needs a beat here to yes. accomplish what happens next, which was awesome. Side note. This was amazing. Yes, amazing. But so this letter is from Carradine, who's like, Oh, I have joyous news. Like your mother's alive and she's mm-hmm. with Pedro Nile and Amador, all of which is like untrue literally all of which is un- I mean, I mean it's she's, not all, untrue she's that alive she's, she's alive but like none of the rest of this and so and Carradine is like I will escort you uh to your mother's side in haste like mm-hmm. yours in the light and she's like this is bullshit <laughs> she's so it's awesome she's like furious because she she is like my mom's dead. I'm finally coming to terms with the fact mm. that my mom has died. Mm-hmm. And she's taking this as like him mocking her and yeah. trying to like use manipulate this way, her manipulate and, yeah. her 
And then she, we get like Queen Elaine. Yes. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So she orders the serving women out of the room and she just like lets loose on these other eyes while channeling, which I think was furious over. I think it's very deliberate, like, because, you know, we've been told repeatedly how obsessed they are with power hierarchy Mm -hmm. and she like they know she's strong, but I don't know that she's demonstrated her strength in front of them in addition to like a personal strength. Like she has demonstrated both her power strength and her personal strength at the same time. I think I don't know if the strength of the like, I don't think the channeling I think the channeling represents sort of her, the the initial, like, what they'll see as audacity, which turns into a right as she brings her personal abilities right. into it. But if it was just her strength of will, this would not go this way. Because we know repeatedly that hierarchy in the Aes Sedai depends yeah, on strength but they of the know, power. they know she's stronger. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you need both in this situation is my is my thought anyway regardless she puts them all on notice yeah it's awesome she Fantastic. is furious she's like i am i could die um and she basically like through to me it's sheer force of will mm. basically she is like i have been raised Dynamic has been raised we are full sisters and if you disagree with that you disagree with the amerlin right and if you disagree with the amerlin you are committing treason. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. And mm-hmm. she's like basically like serious on the inside, but keeping calm. She's like interrupting them. Um, like they're still trying to be like, no, but and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, are you denying? Mm-hmm. Are you denying the Amerlin right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she bullies them into it because yeah. it's everything she says is true, right? Everything she's yeah. not saying anything untrue because this is. These are from the the little tower. These yes. are not Aleda's Aes Sedai. No. And I think it's nice, too, to actually get to see Elaine use her mm-hmm. upbringing. And, like, we've seen her do it, but not for a while. Like, we saw her advising Rand very successfully. We know yes. she's very astute. Um, but we don't usually get, like, lately we've just gotten to see her using it not necessarily, like, for bullying Matt or, like, for being weird about, like, you know, whatever. Um mm-hmm. So it's really nice to see it uh, used in a way that's actually constructive. Yes. So I appreciated that. Um, and so she's like, yeah, so you're going to tell me what this, what the hell this secret is. <laughs> uh, and we get this whole lore bit about how the kin, because they collect runaways and failed tower sisters, um, actually help the Aes Sedai keep track of all of these people. Yes. Like so they've actually, known about them forever and they, and they let, let them, them exist. Yeah. They because like, it gives the Aes Sedai a way to sh- have, like, a strong uh, <laughs> success rate in bringing yes. back runaways. Right, right. It's very self-serving, of course. As usual. As usual. I guess this is where the runaways thing comes in. Forever ago, I was like, what is the thing about runaways that keeps coming up? I well, only just why. made that can. I only just made that connection. I like, fully literally forgot. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> fully forgot about it. So that's the runaways thing. Um, um, so they, yeah. they, we get through that. We like find out more. And then we sort of have this like at the end of it, which I really liked, is that we finally got someone to say what yes. we've been thinking for a long yeah. time. So, like, the the meeting sort of ends. Elaine stands, and she's surprised when, like, 
everyone else stands too mm-hmm. because she's in the midst of this like learning all this she like gets one of them to like give people tea and that yeah. person offers her tea which she's right. surprised by um and so Van Deen, who is one of the other Aes Sedai, notices that Elaine is surprised and she says, we are a contentious lot in many ways, the Aes Sedai, each jealous of her place and prerogatives. But when someone is placed above us or stands above us, we tend to follow her fairly meekly for the most mm-hmm. part. However, we might grumble about her decisions in private. Right. And it's like, okay, thank you. At least you're self-aware right. about this absurdity, I guess. Right. And Marilyn says explicitly what I was saying, like she says to Elaine, you stand above us in yourself, meaning her power. Yes. And I must admit you have been placed above us by Egwene. So like, yes. you know, we have both of those things going on. Yeah. And um, so she asks for penance and Elaine is like, what? Yeah. Um, and then she's like, we're just going to work together. We all need to find the bowl of wins. Like, I have some things to tell you. Here's what we're going to do. And I love that she, like, tells them and she's, they're like, okay, if you say so, Elaine. And then there's this <laughs> sentence, perhaps it would all go smoothly from now on. And I'm like, never, yeah, never, 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 ever. Why would you say that? I know. I Way know. to jinx yourself. Seriously. Um, uh, and then other. this Mogedian perspective. Dang. Yeah. Like. I was this not prepared wild. for this. This yeah. is wild. Um, and a little confusing. Super confusing. I was I was like, am I supposed to understand what's happening right now? And right. again, Jordan likes to play it close to the vest so often. But sometimes too much. So, oh, yeah. One no, might I'm, say. I 100 agree. 100% agree with you. Um, so, yeah. So, Mogedian is like apparently suddenly in Ibudar being carried through the crowds in a in a sedan chair. Yep. And she spots a woman getting down from a coach and getting into a boat. Yep. And she's like, I would know that woman anywhere, even though she's masked. And we're like, who? Who is it? I know. I um, was like, I, and then then obviously afterwards. I had to go back and reread this after. I didn't, I didn't I did. pick up I went until back. you just said it. Yeah. And so, uh, so she like runs you know uh, like oh through these crowds into this inn she gets out of her chair she goes up to the roof and she uses bale fire, bale fire. to sink a boat in the middle of this festival in public all the while being like oh god if morden finds out i'm doing this bad things are gonna happen to me he can't find out but also i have to do this and you're like what is happening what is happening right now it is truly truly wild so she like raises her hand and then she gets like scared, like for a second. She's like has this like momentary mm-hmm. panic. And so the bail fire is like off. Yeah. By a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. So she does this. And then she's like freaking out and mm-hmm. runs away. Yeah. Like, so she sinks the boat, like not exactly as she intends to, but she does sink the boat. She does. And then, yeah, she freaks out. She runs, she gets back into her chair. She's like, run. And everybody. And then off. she like goes by, like goes back to her like mission, mission that he had given her. Which is, it says she's going to make Thalion and Ispan crawl. And those are two of the Black Aja sisters that we know she was working with all the way back in Amadis. No, not Amadisia. Wherever the Plutarch was, right? Yeah, Plutarch is that the anyway? Uh, yes, that no, that that's not the right word. Pet, Petr- Petrarch. Petrarch. <laughs> the P, the... I said it and I knew yeah. it was wrong. Panarch, Panarch, Panarch. You got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Petrarch. <laughs> Petrarch is like an ancient philosopher. Is anyway, it doesn't matter. Plutarch anything? is also yeah. Those are like the names of like dead 
historians and oh yeah it's a philosopher. philosophers <laughs> <laughs> mathematicians whatever anyway the next chapter <laughs> the next chapter Mashiara okay oh, okay man. okay okay this okay, was okay. yeah this was all right this was this was okay so we are in Nynaeve's perspective and she's on a boat and this was the moment when I went back and reread the other thing I was like oh wait Nynaeve's on a boat like and I went back and I reread this previous little Mogedian section and it all clicked together for me but I will anyway. say yeah. This made me laugh so hard at the beginning of this because I was like, you are Matt. Like, you and Matt are the same. <laughs> the same. Just so you know. Because she's, like, complaining, you know. She's, like, she's been sent. While Elaine was having that meeting with the Aes Sedai, Nynaeve mm-hmm. is going to, like, talk to the um, sea folk, basically. And she's, like, she is mad because she, she was, like, why do I have to go to this? She's <laughs> only sending me because Elaine doesn't want to see this woman again that they did not have a good first meeting with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she does the exact same thing Matt did, yes. where she's like making fun of Avienda. Oh, you have to be the one to go. Or she's making fun <laughs> of Elaine. No. No, Avienda. Is it? Because, yeah, because she's like, Avienda had been no better when Nynaeve suggested oh, right. she go to the sea folk. Uh, and she pitched her voice high and finicky, not at all like Avienda, right. but the mood fit. We will learn of this trouble when we learn <laughs> Nynaeve Almira. Perhaps I will learn something. <laughs> Right. You're right. And it's like you you are mad. Yep. Like that's who you yeah. are. Especially because then later she like starts cursing where she's like, oh, yes. blood and ashes. And then right. she's like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just funny. <sighs> so yeah, so, so she's on a boat. The boat is rocking. She's like dressed to the nines because they're uh-huh. trying to, you know, impress the sea folk. Yep. Um and she's thinking about like Avienda and Elaine like being weird about things like jewelry. Um, and then she feels the she feels Mogedian channeling mm-hmm. and she's stuck in an air pocket in the sunken boat. Yeah, it's it's wild. Woo. And it's this cool. was actually really nice because we get to see Nynaeve being competent, which never yes. happens anymore. Finally, finally. And we finally get the breakthrough we've been waiting yes. for oh my for God. like seven and freaking And of course books. it takes her almost dying inevitably. Like, Which like I'm sort of okay with because it you? has been such a big yeah, thing. That's fair. That like it had to be something massive. Right, it's true. If it was something, weight. right, if it was something less, all of that buildup would have been even less More useful. annoying. Yeah, exactly. Like it's fine. Actually. It takes, at, at least there was literally no yes. other way for her to be able to break it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so she's like being really confident she's like yes. in the pocket she's like go- ducking down swimming trying mm-hmm. to find a way out uh and then but the door or whatever it is she finds she can't get through because it's stuck and she starts like panicking a little bit mm-hmm. in the terms of like she's like I'm not gonna die here and then she's like she can't die here because no one would even know like mm-hmm. she would lose everything and I I actually did not hate this right no. where she is like with hope gone, flickering on the edge of consciousness like a guttering candle flame, she did something she had never done before in her life. She surrendered completely, mm-hmm. which is so on character. Yes. The most in character way he could have explained mm-hmm. why Nynaeve has been unable to break through this thing on her yeah. own, right? Mm-hmm. So- it fully worked for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And then suddenly, now suddenly she has access to Sadar and her instincts like lead to her channeling mm-hmm. um, and her like the wood that's blocking her like bursts. Um, she can't swim though. She's like so 
she's so well, she's close. like almost dying yeah, yeah she's drowning um and then some th- something grabs her <laughs> and I knew immediately of course because what of else course. could possibly happen right now it was um, perfect it's amazing so Lan is rescuing yeah. her <laughs> and then Nynaeve I, did, I hated this though yeah I agree like, no, not now I look like a drowned rat I know I which know. was irritating because it's like I just wanted a really like one wonderful emotional yes. and, and then he and ruined it dead yes we get this nonsense of her like I can't look at him until I like channel my cl- and I I think he's all he's doing here is demonstrating how much power yeah how much agreed. control she now agreed. has but I was like do it any other way literally like, any other way don't context. do it this way um so it did like make me laugh though because she like does this mm-hmm. and she like is calm and then she looks at Lan and it gave me the biggest like Darcy walking out of the lake at Pemberley yeah. moment ever. <laughs> like when Colin first steps yeah. out of that lake and is like soaked to the bone. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and it's so hot. You're like, what is happening? Right, right. It's really good. <laughs> because that's what it is. She's like, he literally is like the most beautiful man she'd ever seen, soaking wet in shirt and breeches and stockings. He was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> It's just true. This also came up in the Discord that um, Robert Jordan really just wants to be writing like a like a Regency romance. It's like all That's he actually wants to be doing in life. Hundred percent, what this is. I like dying. Um, but so finally, she like we get this like reunion where she's like, "Lan, I'm." So, she like she had accidentally punched him while. Mm-hmm. Because panicking, yes, obviously. While he's rescuing her. Yeah. While he's rescuing her. And she's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like sort of a little hysterical. Yeah, she is. Which is fair. Fair, I fair. Think. She almost fair. dies. Lan is suddenly there. Like, that's earned. earned. I just, again, wish that, like, Jordan had done it a different way. I agree. As always. Um, then they, like, go down to, like, get away from all the people. Because she's like, we have an a audience boat. here. Like, Lan, like, drags her onto the boat that he hired to follow yeah. her, presumably. Um, and they have they have a conversation. They're finally. Like, like finally. Uh, and he tells her that Myrell holds his bond. Um, and until that he's you, alone. He says, until you find a warder of your own. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? I really wish we did not have Nynaeve, like, physically abusing Lan throughout this scene. Like, I understand that, like, you know, he's strong and we get whatever. it i don't it's very you i could don't have, like you could have done it without slapping i, I know think. like repeated like, too like yeah, okay one like or two three like three or four like, no it's more it's like repeated like constant um, it's, it's too much and then um, she and punches him it's not good it's not good and he just like takes it yeah obviously because lan is yes not yeah. doing well mm-hmm. um although this is the most the most well he has yes. done i yes. think since we've seen him yeah and then she says like you know what? We're going to talk about this calmly and rationally after she's gotten all this physical aggression out. Yeah. And then from after that's over, I actually liked that she got to be like, no. Yeah. What? No, you don't get to make this decision for me. Yeah. 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 And there's this weird moment um, 
though that confused me again so many confusions because mm-hmm. Lan like starts to tell her there's this thing you need to know you know when a warder's bond to his eyes that I snapped there are changes dot 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 and he like continues telling her what she refers to as this horror well but he slept we don't... with Myrell, didn't he well that's not that can't possibly be what the only thing that yeah like yes but like there's something like the changes oh, is not just about well, him having sex I think with it's Myrell. also the like that a warder like didn't they say that like oftentimes when a warder the I said I dies with a warder the warder gives up all will to live and like right basically Do you think just, it's just that I I don't know what else it could be well that's what that's why it's so frustrating it's like is this new or is this what we already know I think it's and it's what unclear. we already know I think it's what so. we already know and I think but the next paragraph confuses me too because he says so you see he concluded when it's done she will have a year or more of pain and I will still be dead like when what's done well I think when he dies but like why is this like this specific like timeline like I just well I think it's that didn't we learn that an Aes Sedai can survive the loss of a warder but the, uh, the opposite is not necessarily true. Right. Yeah. Like it's hard for Aes Sedai, but they can survive it versus right. the other way around. The other way around. I guess so. I guess. Anyway, I just um, wish it was more clear what exactly. Yeah, it was It was not clear. It was It was a confusing thing. But it was then he's like, he calls her my Shiara. Yeah. I know. I'm like, Robert Jordan, you are like clearly like pulling at my heartstrings because I am forgiving you for a lot of this, (laughs) even though I hate it. Um, And then she's like, so you're going to be my wardo until I find one. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, good, because I found him. Right. It's you. (laughs) It's you. She's like, my will give me your bond. Yeah. And And then she tells him this nonsense. She's like outright lying to him about how they're betrothed. Which, like, is frustrating. Yeah. Because, again, like, but Jordan wrote it in the sense that, like, I don't know that she has another outlet because he is not being rational. Right, right. I'm not saying it's, like, the right call. No, no, no. I think that the call makes sense within the context of what he's written. So then he's like, okay, so if you want to be married to me, like, right now, you know that, like, Myrell can feel the things that I feel. I love this, though, because she, I loved her reaction, right? Um, Is because he says that, like, just so you know, if you're a man and wife, and she goes, is there any way to make sure she knows it's me? for these clapping you can't hear it but outstanding (laughs) outstanding response it's so funny Mm. because it's so perfectly naive but so unexpectedly yeah something she would say out loud like that feels like something she would think and then get mad at herself for thinking yes and then say anyway (laughs) she just says it I want her to know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. So oh gosh. Silly. So yeah. Um, so so then they finally get to like the elephant in the room, which is that somebody just tried to kill her mm-hmm. um, because she asks where they're going. And he's like, well, we're going ashore. Like we have to get off the river. Um, and she's like, no, no, I have to go to the sea folk. And Lana's like, uh, somebody just destroyed your boat with bail fire. Like you were in front of me and then you were behind me. And she immediately, the penny drops, right? She's yeah. like, 
it's Mogedian. And she's like, well, I guess it could have been the Black Aja, but she knows it's Mogedian. Yeah. And Lan, who's Lan? Lan. Lan is like, don't be afraid. Like, never be afraid while I'm I'm near. Yeah. Uh, and then she's she has this is where she has her realization where she's yeah. like, I'm not mad. Right. I'm you don't need mad. to make me mad. I'm not mad. I can channel. My block is gone. Aww. And there and he is also just yeah. your block is gone. He grinned, sharing her delight. Yeah. Um oh, I, I just know. like love them together so much. I'm so glad it's finally I'm so glad they're finally reunited and so they're gonna long. get married. They're <laughs> they're Are they? I can't remember when I don't remember. I don't remember. Honest. I hope um, so. Yeah. So she's like, all right, well, we're going to the sea folk ship. Everybody turn turn the ship around. And now and then she gets seasick again, of course. Yeah. Because Nynaeve is never allowed to rise above a certain level before Apparently. Robert Jordan yanks her back down. So, uh, and then we switch to Elaine. Yeah, then we're back is, in Elaine. Uh, watching the festival, and oh, right, she has gone to the Kin House. Yeah, with all it. of the Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. which I sort of loved. That I did love to this. see this like come up and immediately. Yes, where yes. they like show up and they get to Rianne. Rianne's like, "You dare show your face," and Elaine's like, "Bitch." <laughs> So let me show you yep yeah it's very good so she yeah. puts the fear in them and Rianne is fully freaking out just losing it she's like we'll accept any punishment like what do you want how can I make this right like cringing um and then get... go ahead I was just saying and then Elaine is like okay so like you you now you know I'm I Sedai. Are you still gonna deny that you know where the bowl of winds is? And Rihanna's like, we would never use an Angria like a yeah. Tyranger. We would never. Um, and she's trying to downplay like I just it's just me and a few friends, and all and of the I like, Sedai really? are like, mm-hmm. yeah. So Elaine gets to say like the White Tower knows about you. They've yeah. always known about you, right. just so you know. And they're just like. um but then we hear of course that same thing that Egwene wants which is every woman who can channel should be attached to the tower in some way which is much smarter much every single other Amberlin seriously (laughs) and so they're all like oh my god we can be Aes Sedai because we've seen how much they idolize Aes Sedai and wish that they could have become I said I because these are not the runner the runaways these are the women who were turned out of the tower after a certain point in training and uh and so yeah and so um so she basically has just like made all of their dreams come true and she's like so how many of their of their of you are there and this is where the numbers thing gets wild yeah yeah because she says the Aes Sedai uh at present there are 1783 names and they like (laughs) freak out because apparently this is almost twice as many as there are Aes Sedai period yeah period so at best at best Salidar has like 500 right 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 at best at most and when you think about that these are women who were sent away that the Aes Sedai have been literally undermining themselves for like generations because of the next thing we find out like it is you're terrible at your job everybody is so incompetent all the time for everybody in power is so incompetent all the time it's truly I was like 
Oh. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What? And so, uh, right. I know. So then again, Elaine is like, okay, so now can we talk about the bowl of wins? And, and like, sorry. Yeah. But like, sorry. No one, no one yeah. in the little tower was like, hey, surprise, there's this giant cat right. of women who can channel, who yeah. might be able to help us. Right. No. Take back the white Again, tower. because they think they know everything. They like can't, they refuse to open their minds at all ever I mean it is the most face palm like literal face palm. <sighs> it's very it's so frustrating but yeah right. right so so then Elaine asks again about the bowl of wins and Rian's like uh I guess we do know about a cache of Tara well, she's Unreal. about to say yeah. where it is yes and then the yes. door opens and yes. dad comes in it's like I found it I found it look I've got he like pushes this uh woman <laughs> who he had been following <laughs> It's so good. And then he gets there and he's like, wait, what side are we on? Yeah, oh, what's happening? I don't understand right what's now. going on. Why is everybody like drawing knives on me? And Elaine, God, I hated this moment. She's like, oh, uh, we yeah. already know all about that. But um, then Brigitte is like, did you though? Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you? And mm-hmm. so she's like, but thanks, I guess. It was, we, if it weren't for you, we would have never found this, which is, actually true because if they totally hadn't gone true. to see Matt at the end they would have never found the kin yep. so like Taverin again working in mysterious ways um and so Matt is like oh okay like well let's go get a boat and then we can leave Ibadur like let's just he just wants so desperately yeah, for obvious reasons like out. let's go and um, <laughs> Elaine's like well hold your hold your horses we got we got some stuff to do yeah um then we have this brief moment. It's like, no, Brigitte's my warder. Like, weird. Mm-hmm. And then she asks Rianne, like, how old she is. Yeah. And Rianne says, oh, my next naming deal day will be my 412th. Yes. Which and is... Marilyn faints. Yes, Marilyn faints. Because we know that, like, as much as, like, I said I can live a long time, yeah. that is beyond. Way beyond. Generally speaking. Yeah. For, except for like very few rare like I was just trying to remember if we actually know how old Cad Swain is yeah but I and nobody remember. actually seems to know for sure like we know she's really freaking old but mm-hmm. she, the fact that Marilow who is like an established Aes Sedai of age herself faints when hearing that this is 400 Pretty and it makes deal. me wonder oh a penny just dropped in my head but I think it's a spoiler I will not say. Okay. I just had a thought that I not understand why this is different, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I know a thing. I, I suddenly know a thing. I can't wait to find out what that <laughs> thing is. Um, all right. Chapter 32. Ugh. Alayda. Alayda. With this unnecessarily long, stupid dream she's having. Maybe this is also a thing that pissed me off. It's in italics, which we have established has been flashbacks but this but is now not a, a flashback it's, it's a, a dream. dream i was annoyed i'm annoyed about these italics y'all i'm annoyed about all of it because <laughs> she's basically just dreaming it's of wish like, fulfillment dream yeah yeah like everyone's like Egwene is like i'm so sorry like she has yeah. everybody that she wants like outdoors yes. or whatever uh and then it ends with alvier and sees delayed shoulder sugar wake up you fool woman and Alayda wakes up and she's like what do you say yeah and alvier's like i said please wake up mother <laughs> silly um so this is where basically Alayda finds out what happened with Rand yes and with Rand. And right um 
So Kovarla Mark. comes back, who is not who she's expecting. She's expecting Galena. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alvierin is like, uh, the news is bad. And she tells her, you know, there's this battle. Althor has escaped. Like, you know, the sisters are missing except for Kovarla. Um, all of this stuff. And as Alvierin is telling Aleda all of this, She's like freaking out on multiple levels because A, she doesn't actually want Alvierin to know as much as she now knows. Mm-hmm. And B, she's like trying to figure out, you know, how to manage the entire situation. Yeah. And also, we now know that 12, like they sent 39 people. 39! And 12 came back. 39. And, and knowing the numbers that we know now, that yeah. is bananas. It's bananas. It's like, Almost 10%. I can't do math, but that like potentially could be Feels almost like a lot. 10% yeah. of like the actual number of Aes Sedai that there are. Yeah. Uh, and she says the tower had not suffered a disaster of this magnitude, even during the Trollic Wars. Yeah. It's bad. Um, and so Aleda is like super angry. She's like, we're going to, we're going to teach everybody a lesson. Like, yeah. Everyone, the, the aisle, the wild, blah, 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 blah. Those men. Those yeah. men. And Kovarla tries to be like, those men, I think, I think is going to be like, no, that's going to channel a lot. <laughs> and Elena's like, don't think. Right. And we find um, out that like Gowan is with Kovarla, um, but the bridge guard refused to let any of the younglings back into Tarvalin, which is like. Me why Alayda wants Gowan dead. I don't remember. She just does. There was never actually a good reason for it. it says honestly. That young man remained alive to trouble her plans, but like I don't remember. We don't know. It's don't one know? of this okay. many secret plans that people have that we're not allowed to know. Okay. All right. I think there was something about how like he was like un- like she was concerned that she couldn't actually control his actions. And so, um, like, he was too, like, willful. And so she wanted to kill him. So I, I qu- like, it seems like an overreaction, but also it's a later. So who knows? Who knows? Okay. Uh, but yeah. Um, all right. So he gets all this information and is like, you're going to, she doesn't want anyone to know. So she's mm-hmm. like, you better keep yourself hidden. Don't let anyone know. Mm-hmm. Leave without anyone seeing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll we'll figure this out. But she's yeah. angry about it. Right. And so she's going to Alvira and she's like, if Althor escaped seven days ago, like somebody has to have known about this. Like, how did Why, I know? How do I not know? And Alvira's like, well, you know, I can only pass on to you. Like what gets passed on to me, which is like, you know. A very manipulative thing to say. Yep. Um, and she's like, this is the third mistake, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean three? Yeah. Yeah. And Alvarin's like, you're not listening. Like, there's, it's not just wilders. There's men who are channeling. There's several hundred of them. And again, Aleda, like, refuses to believe things that she doesn't want to be true. Mm-hmm. It's silly. It's really silly. And this is where Alvarin basically, like, takes over this relationship yeah she's like brings up traveling which we know she's mm-hmm. just learned how to do but she doesn't tell elena that mm-hmm. she's just like oh so al thor can travel mm-hmm. which means he could travel a lot of people he could come here for revenge right um and she says like well send it send a letter to uh to tovin right yeah tovin who she because elena sent an expedition mm-hmm. against the ashaman but she sent like not that many people, even though everyone else was like, maybe you should send more. And she's yep. like, absolutely not. 
Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So, I'll, so Elena's like, we'll bring her back. And Alviren's like, yeah, that's not no. going to happen. It's I, not like we can travel. Right. <laughs> oh, like so petty. It's, it's kind of amazing, actually, where when Alviren's like, I'm afraid that Tovin will regather her forces near Camelin and attack the Black Tower without any word of this reaching her. Like, it's so ominous and like, it's actually like a good villain moment. Like yeah, it's a, it is a, a good, good moment villain. for a villain. Um, yes. It's, and she's know. like calling Aleda by her name instead yes. of mother. It's like, yes. Alviaran is actually a great villain in this moment. Yes, she is. She's, she's like very effective. It's effective. It's not annoying. Yes. Like everything she's doing is like, it's very like over the top evil Disney villain, yes. but in like the best way. The best way. Yeah, the best way. Agree. Yep. And so she basically threatens Elena. She's mm-hmm. like, you're going to be stilled and deposed and, you know, probably executed. But maybe if you listen to your keeper, like maybe I can get you out of this. Mm-hmm. And Elena is just like, oh. Elena is like, why would I? And then she just keeps pushing it. Yeah. Um, and then Alviaren basically is like, here are the sitters you're going to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Here are the people you're going to put in their place. Mm-hmm. Could probably listen to my advice and she basically forces Aleda to be like I will do as I am told so she doesn't see a way out of it yep yep so uh and we're getting all of this from Aleda's perspective mm-hmm. and finally she you know Alvierin's like I give you good night Aleda and like leaves having you know told her her marching orders and of yeah. course Aleda is not going to take this lying down and she's thinking back to her foretelling and she's still convinced that, that like it's her. Sh- it's her she's gonna win like Alviaren has her minor victory but the future belongs to Aleda and she's like oh but I gotta get rid of her somehow like how will I do it and she comes up with a plan that yeah. we actually do get to find out eventually so uh for once for once so, uh then we get this very brief yeah Alviaren re- like moment where it's like she was like actually pretty nervous about what was happening <laughs> but like uh she's surprised that Aleda didn't fight back any harder um and then she's like, Aleda, and then Matter of Weeks is going to be deposed, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but she basically comes back to like, okay, I just have to keep obeying and keep watching and keep learning. And then maybe I'll be Amberlin. Right, right. Uh, but she's ve- it's very clear that all of her orders are from Masana, who yeah. we still don't know who Masana is. What she wants. Yeah, who she is or like what, what exactly, what exactly is. is happening. And then we get this new character whose name uh, is Cien. Cien? Sure. I don't know. Uh, this new Aes Sedai who Aleda comes to see. Um, and the fact that Aleda shows up, she's like, oh God, like what is going to happen to me now? Like, did you find like white sisters hiding on Grial? Because this was the excuse that Alvier yeah. came up with. To, um, and so she has this whole conversation with Aleda, where Aleda's like, well, you didn't support me, but you're still here, you know? And like, why? And Cien keeps being like, this is what you do. You don't have right. to like the Amarling. Right. You're just supposed to follow her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so um, Aleda seals her to the flame and tells her to undertake an inquiry. And she is asking her to uh, look for treason based on the fact that Suen and Leanne escaped mm-hmm. yeah it's very like 
trying to get to you, Alvira, in, in which whatever way she can. Without actually saying. Without actually saying it. Because she's like, even if it goes to the keeper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, and somebody has been secretly communicating with Randall Thor, which we actually know is Alviren as well. Yes. Um, and so, and, and Elena says like, I, you know, yeah, follow it as high as it goes. Like you said, like even to the keeper, like you can only talk about it to me. And so Cien, see, has that how we're saying it? Cien? Anyway, Cien? I don't know. Cien, she's sitting there thinking about like, Elena was afraid. Like she's very logical. She's like, yeah. Elena was afraid. Like what would make Elena afraid? Uh, and she's like, oh God. And so she goes, she has on. an epiphany. Yeah. She has and an then, epiphany. We don't know what it is yet, but we'll no. find out in like two pages. Uh, and it takes her two pages to get to this other person because we have to like find out all about how the tower is now. Like yes. Jordan goes to great lengths to like, oh, like people are wearing their shawls, even though that's not usual. And like, no, you know, like no-, no Ajas are talking to each other and you're not allowed to have friends across Ajas anymore. And mm-hmm. this and that um, and the other thing. But she goes to the Reds mm-hmm. and we get a little bit where she's like, she never believed this whole thing about Reds and false right. dragons, but it's weird that none of the Reds are denying it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to think. A weird yeah. way to think about that. Right. Um, but she's going to see one of her old friends. Whose who name is, now is in the Red Aka. Right. Whose name is Pavara. And like, Pavara is like a good red. Like, she doesn't actually hate men, but, you know, her parents or her family died horribly. And so she's, this is how she's like making things right. Um, and they, we hear about the pranks they used to pull together and like, you know, shades of new spring in here, like, oh, all novices like put itching powder in their, you know, tutor's yeah. cloaks or whatever. Um, and so this is where we hear the epiphany because she's tells Pavara, like, the Amarillan came to see me. She sealed me to the flame and I'm going to hunt out dark friends in the tower. Yeah. It's pretty like bananas yeah. because like, she's like, Pavar is the one person I can trust. And I'm like, man, yeah. you really believe this based right. on what you just said. And it's uh, an, it's kind of hilarious because it is an accidental bullseye. Like Alvian yeah. is a dark friend. Yes. <laughs> Happenstance. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I did like it. I do actually love this. But I'm also like, but is Pavara a dark friend? Right. This Immediately is what I mean, my first thought. Because she says the one person she can trust. And I'm so like, that's. Yeah, it immediately puts us all on notice. Like, is this person? And Pavara's like, oh, I've been sure the Black Aja has existed forever, you know? And we get this Isle War, that unpleasantness, quote unquote. Which two Amarillans dying suddenly in the space of five years, which Mm -hmm. is weird. Um, And she says, like, do you think the Black Aja had a hand in Mm -hmm. it? And she's like, I don't know. But, but there were other things done then, which we know was probably like, you know, the unlawful stilling of men who can channel. Yeah. I do like the the thought that they get to, right? Where they're like, right. well, obviously a black sister can lie despite the oaths. Right. So if any sister wrote that she did one thing when she can prove she did another, then we found a dark friend. And I was like, that is the best most logical approach to this I've seen in seven books right like they're gonna go look at written records because that's the only way that they can think of to hide it and like yeah that's actually very smart very it's awesome I love it I love it I love these two I hope (laughs) the bar is not a dark friend yeah because she's like she was like you were very brave in coming to me I've known dark friends to kill brothers sisters etc I love you for it, but you were very brave indeed. And I'm like, aw. I hope but you also, I'm so nervous now. I I'm don't so want nervous. you to be a dark friend because Sian's <laughs> like, oh God, I never wanted to be brave. <laughs> but now that I have to do it, I guess I have to do it. Yeah. Like, aw. 
And then we get two Rand chapters, which are rough. Up and and down. Um, Well, they're rough. They're they're not rough for the same reasons Matt chapters are rough, which were like for- It's related reasons because I was, I can't stop thinking about this, Preeti. I was trying to think if I've ever read a book in which the character's understanding of consent is so- twisted and like weird like for lack I struggle to articulate this but like so I've read a lot of books (laughs) understatement (laughs) of the year (laughs) (laughs) read a lot of books and (laughs) I've (laughs) I've read books that are very aware of consent And I've read books that are not, but even the ones that are not, I don't think ever approach this level of characters seeming like almost like the author is like having them deliberately misunderstand situations that they're in, in relationships and sexuality. Like I, like the Rand's reaction, Rand's reaction to having sex with men in this, but like also the Matt situation, like Morgay's post the Eamon Valdez situation, like every it it seems to me like or like all of the weird like um oh gosh the lands malkiri like we see a lot we saw some of that in new spring like uh, every sexual relationship in this book is has really warped consent lines well i think because consent is not a thing that is being thought about and I don't mean in the sense of like what is and is not non-consensual right. approach. I mean literally not thinking about the idea of the of consent the way we think about consent, right? But like I, I don't I don't think conceptually yeah. that thought process is there at all. I think it's very I think it's very dated. Well, it is, but that's the hard part is I've read a lot of old school sci-fi and fantasy and I just, I don't, I don't mean, remember ever reading anything where it's this twisted around so consistently. But what, what other, like, wheel like, of time is so massive, right? Yeah. Like, but like Mercedes so Lackey, massive. I think is another good example. Like, yeah, I know. It's bad. It's, <laughs> I no, listen, it's not good. And that's why I'm using it as an but example. But it's also not. Uh, not not trying to make this a gender discussion mm. but you have to think about it's a good point societal average gender yeah. understandings of it are going to be different yeah I'm not saying one is right one is wrong but they're going to be different just yeah. based on the mass understanding or yeah. the like mainstream understanding or whatever which authors because like you have like i mean octavia butler was writing into the exact same cannot, time as robert cannot Jordan. compare the life no. experiences and understanding yeah. of no, right. dynamics and like octavia butler obviously had yes. an extremely different lived yeah. experience of and understanding of, of what course. power and privilege mean all i done all i mean is that it's not like the knowledge wasn't available and existing around. Agreed. It's not like we didn't invent Agreed. consent. Agreed. Like Gen X did not in, like Gen like whatever like millennials didn't invent this. No, like, this is not but new. The level of desire of wanting to search it out, the yeah. level of 
access the level of yeah. and who has to think about it and who, who doesn't has to think about yeah, it. And no, who you're doesn't, right. right. It's just painful, man. It, it is sucks. so I painful. Will say, <laughs> I will so painful. say, I think the way consent is thought about in this chapter from Rand's POV is, I do think is specific to his experiences and his PTSD. Mm. I don't think this is a Rand doesn't understand how this works. Mm. I think Rand is in a bad place. I think Rand was in a bad place well, when sure. he like slept with men. But- and I think he is very confused about how he should be this powerful person, but yes. this horrible thing still happened to him. He's not safe. Did he make this other person feel unsafe? I don't like, think it's very muddled. I don't disagree with you, except that I remember a similar, like not to this extent, but I remember a similar conversation happening with him and Avienda after they slept together where he was like, I'm the worst. I'm horrible. I can't I believe mean, I did that to you. Of, but that's his self-worth happening, yeah. right? That's his own, like he does, he thinks, we just talked about how he is isolating himself yeah, yeah, because yeah. he thinks he is a toxic person and he's right. going to get everyone around him. Yeah, killed. no, you're, you're right. So I you're don't right. think we can look at Rand's okay. understanding of consent in the same way we can look at maybe how yeah. everyone else is, how Jordan in general right. is, is presenting consent. it. Because yeah. I do think he's actually being more, I don't want to use the word thoughtful, but deliberate. I think he's being more deliberate. Mm with how Rand thinks about consent in a character way I see and he I see. is with everyone else okay that's you're probably right I I don't know it's all it's up. a good it's a good argument you make a compelling case um so but all that's gonna get thrown out the window in a second because at the end of this chapter there's like no consent about no nudity. right um so uh chapter 33 a bath so Rand is like fully losing it like mm-hmm. he as a direct result of things that he thinks he has to do and what he's been through. Yeah. He's spiraling. Um, he's spiraling because Cadswain has him questioning yeah. his own reality, which sucks. And Luz Theron has like disappeared. Luz from Theron his brain. has disappeared from his brain. Um, so he's basically just been sitting in his room for by himself, not yeah. seeing anyone, not eating, not sleeping well. I mean, it's a clear portrayal of depression. Yes. Like he true, is, like severe depression. Severe depression. He's not he's not um bathing he's not yeah. taking care of himself at all yeah. we find out that he has the two did mm-hmm. we know this yeah this is this right. is sort of new information we knew he knew that these two big but we didn't know he had them right no we, this is we're told that like the night he sent matt and the army off towards Ilian, he went to Ruidian to get the male and the female statues which would make him more spheres. powerful than yes like literally uh this is the what Lanfear had said he could challenge the creator yeah um and he's like you know this is this is my he's like convincing himself as much as anyone right where he's like these are he's trying to dragon reborn that is a pretty consistent refrain over the next few chapters of him telling himself that this is the role he's meant to be playing that it's like both a reminder and both a like I think this is very much a result of Catswain and obviously the the kidnapping yeah um because he keeps saying i am the dragon reborn i am the dragon reborn mm-hmm. although but i'm with him right where he's like silently and aloud he raged at those who opposed him the the blind fools who could not see and those mm-hmm. who refused to see for ambition or avarice or fear yeah he's the only hope in the world against the dark one yes yeah yep you're right right <laughs> 
And like, I'm like, I'm on your side, man. <laughs> yep. It's true. I just feel bad for, I feel awful for him. He's right. it's so rough. It's so He's rough. Like having these nightmares oh, about horrible all the people nightmares. who died and they're yeah. like, he feels Jesus. bad about like, even though he and Perrin manufactured that argument, he still feels like he lost control in the moment, which, you know, theoretically served it, but was not what he intended to do. And this, um, oh, this line where he thinks about Aes Sedai, where he's yeah. like, they were too dangerous to keep long as captives and he had no idea what to do with them. They yeah. frightened him. Yes, of and course. You're like, it's so obvious that yes. he is terrified and yeah. alone and yes. just like, oh, our poor guy. Oh, this this one too. He's dreaming that uh, he gathers the Ashaman to attack the White Tower, and he learns that uh, Alviaren's letter had been a lie. I no. thought we had established he knew that already, and now we're finding out that he like actually thinks that he has a friend in the that tower. That can't be true, other. right? Right. But like that's what this paragraph is telling me. Yeah, it's very confusing because I also thought that he was like. He remembered Moiraine being like, don't trust yes. any ice to die. Yes. No, that was weird. That felt like a mistake. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he keeps thinking about Catswin. He keeps right. like yeah, asking, yeah, asking for Luce Theron. Luce Theron keeps not answering. We he's been wearing the same clothes for four days. Yeah. Um, and then finally, like Min comes, like he mm-hmm. he comes into the sitting room and Min is there. Yep. And like I know we have our issues, obviously, with like Min and Rand yes. and, and how Robert Jordan is not giving Min her own thing. Mm-hmm. But I do think within the context of the relationship, he's he's yes. written this yes. is the best we've seen them together. Yes, I agree. Um yeah. because she doesn't feel simpering. No. She doesn't feel like she's giving up. Mm-hmm. And like she's she doesn't seem like she's making herself smaller or no or, or unmin like. This is yeah. the most min she's felt yeah. with Rand. Yeah. Um, and she's very matter of fact. She's like, there's a festival. There's always a festival. Always a there's festival. There's a festival. There's gonna be dancing. Like, I have time to make a dress made if you want to dance with me. Like she's being very direct and very practical. And trying um, to stay, I think she is trying to play, she's trying to be who she can see that he might need. Yes. But yes. not in a weird way, in like yeah. a, like you said, a very practical way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she tells him, like, you know, I can understand now why Alana was so frantic. Like, she begged me to speak to you. Um, the maidens are turning her away. Like, I wasn't even sure Nandera was going to let me in. But, you know, here I am. And then this is where Rand is like, I I would, like, I have done awful things to you. And I'm so sorry. But it's like he's tying it to things like what a fool he had been to want to live past Harmon Gaidon. Like, he's right. tying it back to his own his disgust with himself because we know that he feels bad about every choice that he has to every yeah. hard choice he has to make about the what right. as the dragon reborn yeah he is feeling less and less like he deserves anything yeah. right and this would be a good thing he doesn't deserve anything good Ugh, is what he thinks it sucks it's it's so heartbreaking so of course this turns into something that he's like i did this thing to you mm-hmm. that even as she we see from her perspective where she's like I was just as 
Right. I was there. I was, I was making, choices. making choices. I mean, we remember the memorable line, like, I need to feel flesh, right? I need to feel yeah. warm flesh or something like that. Ooh, I, well, like, oh. so, like, I, I put that out of my head. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I did not remember. I am here to remind <laughs> you of that line. Um, and so, and so, but she finally, she understands. She's like, oh my God, this is what's wrong. Like you, you need to understand that what we did was we were there for each other. And yeah, because, Rand well, is just like, Whoa, that's not, that's not I, how I remember I, it. I want to come back to like, he says, the only excuse I have is madness. Katsuin was right. I did right. hear voices, Luz Theron's voice. Like, I have no right to ask you to forgive me, whatever. Yeah. But it's all tied up yeah. in that. Yeah. All of this is tied up in, in that. Right. It's not about yeah. anything else, I think. Yeah. And so she, but yeah, she tells him like, I was, I had full agency on it. My min knows what consent is. Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I had full agency and I was there. I wanted to do that with you. Like, I, I can't believe you would even say like, you're taking away my choice by saying exactly, to me. which yeah. is very astute, right? Yes. It's actually a very astute thing for Jordan to have well, this is what I'm saying. It feels like sometimes he actually does know, but, but I then don't, the rest no, of the no, time. No, no, no. I don't think it was intentional you think it's all in that accidental, way, though. I like think this he... was, yeah, I think this was accidental. I don't yeah. think, I don't think you can see, like, I don't think he can write the Matt Tylen stuff and write this, and I can pick up from that that he has an understanding. Yeah. I think he might have an understanding. Like we say, it's like, it's problematic. Like, these books, yeah. I think Robert Jordan fully intended to be feminist. I think yeah. by... I'm not saying that it was yeah, a no. failure, but I think right. his intention yeah. was that he looked at maybe like other fantasy series that centered men, that mm -hmm. centered male characters with very few female yes. characters who were necessary to the plot or who had agency. And he was like, I'm going to put a lot of women in these books mm -hmm. and they are going to matter to the plot. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he sees these books mm -hmm. as he saw he sees a lot of what he's doing as feminist yeah um maybe not using that language right. but yeah whatever yeah so I think within his understanding I think this still fits within his understanding of having female right. characters who are strong and mm -hmm. able mm -hmm. and men saying that is that but it's yeah. not necessarily thought about within the construct of consent or yes. uh sexual relationships gotcha okay Fair enough. Uh, and that's right. my essay. Yeah, it's a good TED talk. It's a good <laughs> TED talk. Um, but yeah, so Min basically sets him straight. And then I, oh my God, I was so mad about this when we get this recall back to the parent and Matt know how to deal with women. And I was like, fuck you, Robert Jordan. This is so inappropriate right now. Right. Um, and also random nose fight. Like, yeah, I like mean, Rand hasn't yes. seen nonsense. Fight and parent actor on each other fully, so for him to say like a smiling gentle wife fully not rand meet no meet yeah. min's mom right files mom files mom yeah like he, right so yeah. he knows he knows it's that was nonsense. such a weird it's garbage thing to put in there it's hot garbage um and then he tries to send her away yes. and Min's like, I'm going to kill you. Right. Also, who the hell is Katsuane? Like, everybody's talking too. about this Katsuane. Like, you let me know what needs to happen. Um, he picks up on the fact that, like, pair, the parent fight was fake. Yes, yes. Um, 
Oh, and, and we finally, we finally get them talking about yes. Avienda and Elaine. Finally. 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 And he straight up is like, because she says, you would le- let the maiden stay and you're going to send me yeah. away. And he goes, I don't love the maidens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, my heart. He's <laughs> poor, poor man. Um, and Min's sort of like, oh my God. <laughs> you love me. Like you can see it's like internally, she's like, okay, good. Well, you got that. Right. Um, then she sits down in his lap, which you how angry I was at how many people. I saw. I saw. <laughs> so mad about it. Tylan does it to Matt. I know. Um, Nynaeve does it to land yes and then Min Min does, does it, it to Rand, Rand. and I was so... like Robert Jordan learn learn new things yeah yeah come on man that's yep. weird it's yep. weird that that's the only thing people are allowed to do yeah um and so she sits on his lap and he says but I love Elaine too and Avienda mm-hmm. do you see what I am and of course we got like some weirdness here I appreciated the honesty yeah finally right I appreciated that they could finally have a conversation about it as much as I feel like it's not the thing that we want it to be no it's still not what it could be but at least she's like pointing out like well so Ruark loves more than one woman and like that I'll have this and like Mm -hmm. you know I love you too I have to tell you that Elaine loves you and Avienda loves you like we all love you and like I guess if all of these other people can do this we can figure it out so Um, yes it works within the context of within the context of yes exactly yeah and he's Um, like you love me wait how do you know about (laughs) Avienda like what is happening yeah it's cute (laughs) yeah and so then Min asserts some more agency um and then we get this gross like if you don't talk sense I'll smack your bottom like oh god like why come on man um it's so oh but she does say, like, in that whole thing, she's like, you think I tell you half the stuff that I could? <laughs> like, yeah. you think this, you think that? Like, you haven't taken a bath in four days. And right. Like, I don't smell, though, do I? <laughs> you sure do. Um, and then he's like, but wait, what are these visions? Yeah. That you haven't told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get this sort of, like, again, like, this is finally where while I do want Min to have more of her own thing, the yeah. role Min plays for Rand yes. is when he says, like, even when you stand me on my head, you make all my troubles shrink, which is that yeah. she gives him this very, like, grounded, practical, like, perspective on mm-hmm. things from, you have Elaine, which is, like, the political, yes. like, Avienda, which is the, like, battle, and then mm-hmm. Min, which is the grounded, is sort of yes. how I'm yeah. no, you're categorizing right. it. Yep. Um. And then yeah. Min's like, I haven't, because Min has not met Avienda, right? No, she's like, I guess, like, like, can she not be pretty? Like, can we establish that I she's know. not pretty? And please? then he's like, I'd say she's pretty as you, but how can you compare two sunrises? Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> don't talk. Don't. <laughs> don't. Uh, so he finally they like they sort of make their peace with this which thank god like yes. thank god we can move on from this um and so he's like okay what viewings have you not been telling me about and she's like okay but first like Barrelane left me a letter you need to go see the sea folk like this is super important um and he finally finally I know, oh right? my god finally is like okay I guess I have to go see the sea folk but also we get a like clear reasoning yeah explicitly we, for why well, we get a I repeat know, of I what know, his I previous know, it's still not enough it's still not enough 
in my opinion. Um, um, and there's really only one viewing that she yes. has not told him about, which is important. Yes. Although I think obviously this is a misdirect is what I think. Oh yeah. Right. Because yes. she says, I saw you with another man. I couldn't make out either face, but I knew one was you. You touched and seemed to merge into one another. And one of you dies and one of you doesn't. And Rand's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. This is clearly me and Louis Theron. He's right. like, I don't even care. It means that Cad Swain was wrong. Right. Right. Which is fantastic. Like, um, I'm not that. I'm going mad, but that is not the madness. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, well, with that out of the way, I guess I should eat something if I'm going to go see the sea folk. And she's like, no, you need to take a bath. You need to take a bath. <laughs> you smell go. like garbage. And this is where we return <laughs> to like people, you know, not allowing other people to have any sort of privacy or yeah, agency they, about who like, views their bodies. The maidens come in, strip him essentially, <sighs> like, and then put him in the bath. And Min doesn't leave. And there's mm. like running commentary. Ugh, it's very terrible. weird. Ugh. Um yeah, and so he's basically like Rand Althor might have gotten into that tub, but the dragon reborn was going to the sea folk in a style that would send them plummeting to their knees with awe. Mm-hmm. And my note there is finally. Finally. <laughs> um and then so, this chapter is appropriately called Taverin, Taverin. because it is just 100 percent here's what happens when a Taverin is in the room. Yep. Um, so Rand has like all this stuff going. I did laugh because the, the three uh, Ashaman are like Dashiva and Flynn and Narishma, which just feel like mean girl names. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these are two of the, I at least know I've seen two of the three before. Probably. It just made me laugh. Gotcha. Just the idea of like. On Tuesdays, we wear black. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> His like little minions. Um there's a little this very much felt like Robert Jordan being like okay Rand is now Rand is accepting and fully embracing this role he is playing more so than he ever has before that's right the like um he's gotten what he needed from Min to tell him that like this is what is happening and he has to move forward with it yeah that's right yeah, because he's assembled this whole entourage, which includes the Ashaman. He's got Dobrain's armsmen. Uh-huh. He's got five Aes Sedai Including coming with him, which is a big deal. Big, big deal. deal. Huge and deal. And to like restate it, Alana yeah. is more calm, more relaxed than he ever remembered because yeah. he is more calm That's and right. more relaxed. Yep, yep. Uh, we've got Isle coming with him as escorts. We've got maidens. We've got uh, Karuna and Varen are noticeably absent. I mm-hmm. think this is important. I agree. Um, they can't find Varen. She's somewhere in right. the aisle seats. Question. Isle tends questioning the the other Aes Sedai. Yes, is what we are told. And Karuna, this cracks me up. Karuna is consulting with Cerulea on a matter of protocol, <laughs> which, which I think we, we know, know what means. That means. Yeah, exactly. Cerulea <laughs> is like has Karuna like digging holes somewhere. Um, and Rand is like, that's weird. Like, and Bera is like, well, if you wanted her to come, I'm sure that a letter from you. And he's like, no, no, let's just go. Like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Um. So they. Well, he notices Alana and Min talking. Right about something which is i think a warder bond stuff that alana has picked up on yeah uh, yeah and or that min has picked up on or that well both right right because alana's min is blushing. oh i see what you mean yeah 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 um 
so Rand's like, no, you don't need to get anyone. We're going to go. And then he tells them yes. that, by the way, Marana is going to speak for all of you. Like, yeah. screw your, like, weird Aes Sedai power structure. Big deal. And I know, right? He's very practical about it. He's like, why are they so weirded out? She's the ambassador. Like, she's... Like, this doesn't the... make any sense. Right. Why? And, and so, and we know why they're weirded out. But I was, like, actually glad for, for once to see mm-hmm. that happening. Because w- it gives Marana an, a chance to, again, be competent at something we've been told that she's competent at but we never got to see before yeah um but anyway yes so and then there's a bunch of horses (laughs) lots of horses (sighs) you've got we got this huge description of the procession and people are throwing flowers and like this that and the other thing and then you have Rand who kind of is like they are throwing flowers like okay so maybe they don't hate him maybe they just scared him I guess that'll work yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, and he's thinking about the Aes Sedai and like, you know, they did seem to be keeping to their oath, like how they had to, um, but he's nervous about them getting assassinated. So he's, well, you know, very on he's, edge. He's like wondering if he should let allow them to channel right. without asking him. Um, and he thinks about something funny to him, which is like, what if there's like he gets attacked from the back and they're too busy waffling about if they right. can channel or not to help. Right. Right, uh, and that's when Min asks him what he's laughing at, and he's like, <laughs> "Or no, Moran is like, there's no, this is no laughing matter," and he's yeah. like, "The world is a laughing matter." <laughs> <sighs> so they get to the they get to this boat that he has decided to take out to the Sea Folk ship, mm-hmm. and we get a lot of like the boat captain being like very freaked out about all of this, as he should be because yes. this is a bananas entourage yes. to have on your boat. Yes. Um. We got a lot of description of the Seafolk boat. Did you know that the Seafolk are like so different? Oh my gosh. Do you like they wear these like blouses and they have chains in their noses? Did you know? Did you know? It is. It's very othering and tiresome. Um, But I guess. it's weird actually because i'm I'm like well rand hasn't seen them before memorably because he's refused to go but also we know all of this stuff so what is this what purpose does it serve that's my point yeah i don't this felt like book bloaty to me yeah you didn't didn't need you could have cut that yeah you could have cut it you could have had a single line about wow they're so different and min catches him you know uh i Sedai are like reacting or no so he had given all of these orders. We're like backtracking a little bit now. He'd given all of these orders about what was going to happen next. And everybody like, you know, had been on board with it, um, mm-hmm. including the Aes Sedai, which really surprised him. And he's thinking about this at this moment. And Min notices like where his glances are going. And she says, "I they will keep their word. I just saw these five in your hand, which is where I think it's important that Varen and Karuna are not here. Yep. I so, agree. Who knows what's going to happen with that? I mean, I know who one thing. Knows? I don't know the other thing. Um but yeah, so they go out to the ship and he has the Ashaman make like a bridge out of air. Yeah. And there's a lot of description about like, much like lore. you can go, like they can only make a bridge this far, but yeah. women, a weaker woman would be able to make a further one. Right. And like, and why is it? And lift yourself with the power. Nobody know. knows why. It was very strange. I it guess was... so that you can't fly. So right. Flying just trying impossible. to establish that there's no flying at this it's point. It's like a weird random. moment to do it. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, so all these people are on the boat, and then Rand goes, I am the dragon reborn. I am the Karamor. Yeah. And most of the crew is like, oh, 
yeah <laughs> like the like four wave mistress or whomever yes like the, four the four women, head sea folk women. yeah don't say or do anything right and then one of them responds she's the wave mistress uh to the hareen um she's the wave mistress of clan shodane um she's got white streaks so she's been around for a minute and she says you know she speaks for the mistress of ships and she says if it pleases the light the coromor may come aboard and everybody is like wait what did i just yeah. say um but rand is like that's um like permission yeah. i don't like that. i don't like it so here we go so the you know the they let the air bridge go they come on deck um and uh, Marana is like, oh, it's kind of a big deal that she called you the Coromore because now they've like established that they believe your claim and you don't mm-hmm. have to establish that. And they're like very into bargaining. So they gave you something. Yeah. So, um, and again, nice to see somebody being competent at a thing they're supposed to be competent at. Yep. Um, so we meet the rest of the women. Uh, a lot of the names. Seafolk. A lot of names. So many names. Um, and they try to take back. They were like, so Randall Thor, come to the cabin. And he's like, oh, so I'm Rand again, huh? <laughs> um, and the and the Aes Sedai are feeding him information. It actually felt a little bit like that scene in The Devil Wears Prada where she's like, <laughs> and that's the ambassador's wife. Like Marana is <laughs> yeah. like filling him in on all of this stuff. Um, and the Windfinders can channel. So you should take two channelers with you or else they'll have game the upper hand. So he like decides, you know, he's going to bring men. He's going to bring to Shiva and he's going to bring Marana um, and Rafella. Yeah, Marana and Rafella. So then, you know, he like gets the upper hand. And there's a lot of this like politicking happening yeah. in this section, which um, I wasn't sad about, honestly. It was like refreshing. No, it was nice after to come these back like very rough chapters. So yeah. And he's so like, the seat is too small. My legs don't fit under this table. This cabin is tiny. I feel confined. Like, let's get this done. Well, because he's feeling right. It's like his like yeah, it's PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. Um, and so it's putting him in an, an emotional state for yeah. this bargaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sits down. He's like, okay, look, it happened. The prophecy has happened. Chair's fallen. Like the stone of chair's fallen. I'm the Karamor. The the Koromor. Um, I keep wanting to say Kohinor for the diamond. Oh, yeah. But it's the Koromor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so Harina's like, might be but uh and like no 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 it is it is yeah get that out of the way yep. <laughs> yeah and he says uh the sea folk will serve the coromor i am the coromor and she says yes but there is the matter of the bargain and then well, she says oh did i skip too far well the eyes to die right he then- says the eyes that i serve me and so will the sea folk well, because he expect this moment though, where he is expecting them to just walk over, it's it's only because it's similar to sort of how. Oh Elaine right, you're right. Surprised. I did miss that bit. Yes. Um, yes. because he has this moment where he's just expecting like Rafaela and Marana to walk over to show that he tells right. them to move and they move, but then they like come over, they yeah. put their cups down, they kneel, yes, they each take one of his hands and like kiss the back of his he hand. So intense. And they're just like he's like. what is happening right now but it's like such a power move yeah it really did not anticipate yes Um, and so we're seeing like on level multiple Mm -hmm. levels where the Aes Sedai at least these Aes Sedai the little tower Aes Sedai are falling in line Mm -hmm. with what they not only falling in line but going like 
beyond taking it to the point that it needs to succeed. Yes. Beyond yeah. what the person might have anticipated. Right. And so Harine, like, as like just babbling, she's like, okay, but we have to make this bargain. And if I don't do a good job on the bargain, like they will, you know, like hang me by mm-hmm. my heels. And she like did not intend to say any of this. And it's so clear that Rand finally is like, oh right. Oh, I'm to there. I'm making this happen. So I'm gonna keep doing it. He's like, great. You're gonna serve me. That's it. The end. <laughs> um, and she's they're like, so what you say now is good for the all of the seafolk, the mm-hmm. all of the Adan Mayor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like super freaking out about what is happening. Yeah. And Min sort of like takes a second because mm-hmm. she obviously knows what's happening and is like you're not going to get punished. Like I can tell you right now, you're not going to be punished. No, she says you will be punished, but not I as mean, much you as will you be fear. punished, but not as bad as, and as one day anything. you're going to be mistress of ships. Yeah. 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 And that's when the Aes Sedai are like, Oh wait, are you oh. the girl who can see things? Oh. <laughs> and Rand's like, Oh my God, can we not focus on that right now? Um, but, but then yeah. I love Rafella being like, by the way, even if she doesn't even if Bin doesn't pick up on it she did see something else mm-hmm. if uh Harina is going to be punished it means that you're going to agree to whatever Rand wants right essentially <laughs> <laughs> she's like well I guess if I make no bargain um but Rand is like no no it's it's going to be fine like you're going to carry supplies and people for me you're going to be my information network like you're going to keep an eye I need you to keep an eye on these people called the Shanshan um, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. And Harine's like, uh, that is actually quite a lot. Yeah. And the Sanchans suck. Yeah. They're the worst. Like we are losing ships to them. And Rand well, yeah. is like, oh dang, like I thought they were not going to be back for a while. Yeah. Cause she says some dark evil has descended upon the earth ocean. Mm-hmm. No ship of ours has come from there in many months. Ships that sail West vanish. And this is where Rand's mm-hmm. like, oh shoot. Mm-hmm. I, God, I hope they're not already there. And we know uh, they and are. And he thinks, like, um, is the horn still in the White Tower? He knew it had been right. taken there. Right. Because that's the only way they won the yeah. last time. It's true. Um, so then he starts sort of having, like, a very, like, emotional reaction. It starts yep. being more than he can handle. And he's like, okay, you guys freaking handle the rest of this. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. I got to go. Yep. And he gets back up on on the top. Yeah, and Marana tries to keep him there, and she's like, no, no, like, you're being Taveran, like, it's amazing, like, we need mm-hmm. to keep you here, and he's like, you, this is what you're for, so do your job. Uh, Yeah, and so Min then comes up, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't left you down there, and she's like, it's okay, like, Marana's handling it, she's gonna get you guys everything, don't right. worry, which yeah. I love. I did love that. Um, And then Rand's like, okay, he's feeling pretty good, yeah. these folk are his. And he's the dragon reborn. He's Taverin. Right. Doesn't matter that the horns in the tower. Right. Like, all of this, I'm like, oh God, stop. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking things are going well. <laughs> no. And he's like, don't worry. You, you want me to handle the rebels? Gonna be done before the day's over. Right. And oh. that's where this section ends. Oh, so stressed oh. out. So stressed. I mean, we're this is like we are gonna finish this next yeah, time. Yeah, next time it's gonna be the the end of this book. I'm I do not remember out about it. I do uh, not remember. Could not tell you how this book ends. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hopefully, that was the this will this book will be the end of Thailand and Matt. I don't remember, but I, I don't hope so. know. It's a good question. Like, cause we know a Matt thing is coming. Another Matt thing is coming, but we don't know when. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It has to end at some point, but I hope it ends in this book because I'm I'm over it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> deeply. Um. Yeah. All right. So keep an eye out for <laughs> episodes every other Wednesday. Follow along at Tarvel and Our Best. Next episode, we'll be finishing the book with chapters 35 to 41. We did mess up our schedule a little bit, so we yeah. have to talk about when the next episode comes back. Um, because it's a it's more to read than we usually do. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. It'll but be in the show way, notes. <laughs> it'll be in the show notes. Um, so yeah, chapters 35 to 41 for next time. And as always, the biggest thank you to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. And that is Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And if you're enjoying the show, please do leave a review and a rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It really helps other people find the show and we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. And you can find us other places. I'm on Tumblr right now. Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Um, right. SFF. Yeah. Over at Book Riot, the podcast. And can people pre-order? Oh, uh, I don't think. Okay. So uh, my next anthology that I've co-edited with my SFF yeah co-host as Zainab Williams um is coming out this summer we have a pub date it's in August it's called fit for the gods I do believe you can now search for it on the internets I do believe it's the one, we're gonna do a pre-order thing though so like maybe bookmark it and then I will announce a pre-order thing at some point. <laughs> there will be like stickers or something. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. Very exciting. It's very exciting. It is super exciting. Can't wait for everybody to read these stories. They're so good. It's Greek mythology retelling. Yay. Um, you can find me on all social medias at Run With Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. And you can actually do have... A book to mention. Yeah. Magic Has No Borders, which is an anthology I'm in full of South Asian writers retelling South Asian stories, uh, mythology, like folklore, etc., comes out in May and is available for pre-order and has a beautiful cover that Yay. we uh shared, I think, two weeks ago. Nice. Um, it's so pretty. I love it so much. The book I'm is so, gonna be so good. Yeah, I'm so excited for that anthology. I remember when the call for stories went out and I was just like, yes, put it in my mm-hmm. eyeball. Put it right in. It's so good. I'm I, I have the galley. It's so 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 good. Uh, but that is available for pre-order. So we will put a link in the show notes. Awesome. Uh, and then you can also obviously find us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Bust. A huge thank you to our patrons for being thoughtful and interesting. Jonathan. Bruce L. Benjamin A. The Bitter Fig. Nate M. Joanna S. James C. Druidus Cleodna. Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Kat, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Ian Z, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, 
Josh S. Robert J. Ben P. G. Todd. P. Footy. Ross P. Tobin T. Megan. David N. Ariel B. Amy A. Michael. Linnea M. Lindsay W. Julie. Danielle G. Dan B. John A. Clara H. Carly. Brendan O. Mary. Akil A. Caroline P. Joe E. James K. Mathis. Joseph S. Ryan M. Sarah R. Helen D. Joshua M. Michael D. M. Letham. Janae H. Jennifer P. Christina G. Chaitali S. Charlie E. Arcade. Stephen S. James. Ruth A. Jetlag Jessica. Mandarb the girl, not the horse. David U. Meridim Mimi K. Amanda. Mark D. Heather J. Christina M. Malia H. Keith. Sirius G. Olivia K. Joshua S. Nicholas E. Michelle S. Michelle D. Destination Toast. MJ. Kat S. Jericho W. Thomas K. Elizabeth F. Emily. Evans K. Ola J. Yulia S. Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye!